Welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. This week's quote comes from Dr. Nadir Ali. The highest cholesterol group had the lowest overall mortality. Hey, hey, keto campers. Hey, it's the first of the year, a new decade. Amazing. I want to wish you all a happy, healthy, prosperous new year. May this year be your best year ever. I'm so grateful that you chose to be with the Keto Camp Podcast moving into 2020. This episode, I have a brilliant practitioner, Dr. Nadir Ali, and he's going to explain why LDL cholesterol goes up when you're following a low-carbohydrate ketogenic diet and if that's necessarily bad for your health. I have a lot of videos and podcast episodes about cholesterol and LDL cholesterol, and this episode is going to be so helpful for you because a lot of doctors have a itchy trigger finger, meaning they are so quick to prescribe a statin just by looking at your total cholesterol, and that's not even the full picture. I don't know if you knew this, keto campers, but more people die from heart attacks and heart disease with normal to low cholesterol than with high cholesterol. Let's put this myth to bed once and for all. And on this episode, you're gonna get much more information so you're well equipped to handle that conversation with your doctor, to handle that conversation with your coworker who says your heart's gonna explode on the keto diet. It's not that black and white. There is so many things to consider. And LDL in particular, has important functions, many, many important functions, which you're going to discover. And there's a lot of studies that are going to be shared on this episode. So make sure you are present, you're listening. You probably have to take notes here to really understand this information because it does get a little sciencey, uh, but I believe it's going to help you on your keto journey. And before I bring on Dr. Nadir Ali, uh, I'd love to coach you on your keto and fasting journey here in 2020 and beyond. I do have an online program where you can sign up from anywhere in the world that you're listening from, and you could get monthly health coaching from me for about a buck a day. And you could try this out for free by going over to ketocampacademy.com. Remember, that's camp with a K, ketocampacademy.com to learn more about the Keto Camp Academy and get online health coaching from me and so much more. We have an amazing community on there. So I'd love and I'd be honored to be your coach. And I got to tell you, the best investment you can make in 2020 is in your health. Health is wealth. It pays the best dividends. It's your most important asset because without our health, everything else just does not matter. You could be a billionaire, but if you don't have the energy and vitality to enjoy that money, what good is it? Because when you are healthy, Everybody gets your true version of yourself, your true personality, your family, your friends. You have the energy and vitality to be yourself and be authentic and feel good. And that's what it's about. I believe we were designed to feel great and look great and live 120 years old disease-free. And I want to show you the way. And let's make 2020 the year we take massive action with our health. And I'll be grateful to, to be that person to show you how to do so. So head over to ketocampacademy.com to learn more and try it out for seven days and be blown away by the amount of information that will help you on your keto journey.
Okay, let's now get into this episode with Dr. Nadir Ali. Because there are people right, sitting right in front of me that medical knowledge is no longer the monopoly of physicians or healthcare professionals. And there are a lot of citizen scientists who have more insight because they can think outside the box. And my transformation came because my patient's grassroots effort told me that, hey, I needed to change. And unless organizations and physicians higher up heed this warning, I feel that if we don't bring the change from top down, we're going to get buggy whipped. <laughs> so for the last five years, I've been telling my patients, hey, eat like this. Animal fat, fatty meat, and fatty fish. And in my clinical experience, this is what I find. When people take this to heart and practice it religiously, three good things happen out here. Their HDL goes up, their triglyceride comes down, their insulin goes down, and everybody agrees that this is beneficial, but the darn LDL that everybody is worried about goes up, especially when one is being particularly good at it. So before we demonize LDL or cholesterol, we got to recognize that it's an evolutionary important molecule, important for life. The, every cell in our body, the cell membrane, would not have the fluidity and integrity if it were not for cholesterol. The LDL molecule that cardiologists want to wipe from the face of the earth is giving cholesterol to the ovaries, making all women in here look beautiful, and testosterone to men, making us look handsome. So I wanted to find out why LDL goes up, and this paper gave me a big insight. Now, this paper is in seven people who fasted for seven days, and what was found is that fasting increased their LDL cholesterol. Now, you would think that fasting is beneficial. The LDL cholesterol started at 112, ended up at 119 seven days, a whopping 70% increase. Fasting makes us do fat metabolism. So I had to go back all the way into the 1950s to the work of George Cahill and come up with this graph on the right. And the reason I have put that up there is because we have very limited carbohydrate reserves. When we stop eating or eating a low-carb diet, what happens is that we run out of glycogen very quickly within the first four to eight hours. And then you see that for certain tissues that need sugar, you see that the gluconeogenesis is slowly going up and then comes down. And the reason it comes down is because our body becomes adapted to burning fat as ketones. So out here is shown that with prolonged fasting, which is an extreme example of a low-carb diet, what you're seeing is that the ketone levels go up to five millimoles, which is equimolar to our blood sugar concentration. So what are these amazing ketone molecules? Out here is shown on the left of the screen a person who's on a standard American diet who's burning predominantly sugar in his brain. But when you're on low-carb diet or doing fasting, the brain adapts and turns two-thirds of its use to ketones, showing that it becomes fat-adapted. I'd like to take exception with Dr. Muzaffarian yesterday because he said that we are extreme examples. We are going too far. We want ketosis. Low-carb is enough. I'd like to remind him that man's entry into life 
and the reason that we are still alive is because we are capable of ketosis. In fact, I'd like your indulgence to read this word for word, which says the metabolism of human newborn is essentially ketotic. Blood glucose level falls strikingly in the neonate, and concentrations of beta-hydroxybutyrate rise to about two to three millimoles. The newborn brain consumes 60 to 70% of total metabolism at birth, nearly half from beta-hydroxybutyrate. Fitting in with this pattern is maternal colostrum. It contains much triglycerides, proteins, and very little lactose, starting man entry into society on an Atkins diet. <laughs> So here is a liver cell, and I'd like to thank all the speakers ahead of me to making it easy for me. Since you're not eating carbs, you're fasting. The carbs are reserved for the brain. The liver cell is converting fat into ketones. And this is the Ali model as to why the cholesterol is going up, and I have never shared this data in front of a national audience before. The enzymatic machinery that's making ketones in us involves HMG-CoA, which is a branch point, at which point it gets diverted to making either ketones, but it can also make cholesterol. But you can see that as fatty acid is entering the liver, it's getting converted to acetyl-CoA, then becomes HMG-CoA, which is the branch point that makes either ketones or makes cholesterol. So by design, if you get very good at fat burning, like the lean mass hyperresponder that Dave Feldman has so nicely put out, by design, you're going to increase your cholesterol levels. So by design, since the liver is synthesizing more cholesterol, it's going to produce more LDL. It's also going to produce more bile for elimination. Now, this is another point that I was shocked about. The liver is making a lot of cholesterol, and so it is not going to take any of the LDL back into it because it doesn't need it. There are human and animal studies that show that there is LDL receptor downregulation. These are the receptors that are picking up the LDL and removing it from circulation, but since the liver already has the cholesterol that it needs, it downregulates them. So I said that I wanted my patients to eat like this, fatty food, fatty uh, uh, animal fat, animal uh, protein, which is fatty, as well as fatty fish. When they do this, this is the pattern that I observe. If they are ketotic, if they are having ketones, by design, they're going to have high LDL cholesterol. They're going to have high HDL, and studies show that they eliminate more fecal cholesterol, and their LDL receptor goes down. I want to go to some prospective human studies. This is the Leiden 85 study. 700 patients followed for 10 years. And they looked at whether cholesterol predicted their mortality, their cancer death, and their infection. And what we found is that high cholesterol was defined as 300 or greater, 250 was middle cholesterol, and 200 was low cholesterol the highest cholesterol group had the lowest overall mortality. The highest cholesterol group had the lowest overall cancer mortality. Old people die of infections, pneumonias. The least risk of infection was in the highest cholesterol group. Now, I told you that brain integrity is dependent on cholesterol rats for neurotransmission. 
Now, this is a Lothian birth cohort, kids born in 1936 in the town, followed in 2010 when they were 70 years of age, and the principal reason that they were being followed is to see whether cholesterol predicted cognitive function. This is what happened. 300 was high cholesterol, 250 was middle cholesterol, and 200 was low cholesterol. The highest cholesterol group had the lowest risks of hypertension, the lowest risks of stroke, the lowest risks of heart disease. What about cognitive function? The higher your cholesterol, the better your cognitive function. The general ability, your processing speed, your memory, your IQ, all dependent on high cholesterol. About 300 of these 1,000 patients were on statins. Did statin make a difference in their cognitive skills? And what we find is that the 300 people that were on statins, their cognitive skills was much lower compared to their cohort that were not on statins. Now, I'm not going to go through this graph. I put it up for people to peruse it later. But here are my arguments as to why animal-sourced food, predominantly low-carb animal-sourced food, is better than whole food, plant-based diet. Because if you're on a whole food, plant-based diet, by design, you're going to eat a lot of fiber in order to reduce the glycemic index. And if you're going to do that, you're going to need a large amount of time in the day to eat it to supply your brain with calories. I would not be able to prepare this talk. You would not be able to socialize. And the practitioners of this, like Zoe pointed out, are going to spend a lot of time in the bathroom. I told you it was going to be a little sciency, and he's pretty damn funny as well. Be sure to watch this full lecture on the Low Carb Down Under YouTube channel. That Low Carb Down Under YouTube channel has a ton of great content on there. So subscribe to that channel. The title of this specific video is Dr. Nadir Ali, Why LDL Cholesterol Goes Up with Low Carbohydrate Diet and Is It Bad for Health? I'm going to put a link for this specific video in the notes of this podcast. I'll also put some additional information on where you can find more information on Dr. Nadir Ali, who he's an interventional cardiologist with over 25 years of experience. And I'll put a, a link for him down below in the podcast notes so you could explore his work. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're getting any value from the Keto Camp podcast and you haven't done so already, please head to Apple iTunes, Apple Podcast, and leave a quick rating and review. It really makes a big difference. Here at Keto Camp, we're on a mission to educate and inspire 1 billion people. And when you take some time today to write that rating and review, it helps Apple show the podcast to more people and change lives, essentially. So you would be a big part of that, and uh, I would appreciate your help with that message with the rating and review. Take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your Instagram story or Instagram profile, and shoot me a tag, and I'll be sure to share that on my story, and we'll get some other keto campers following you back. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. And the last thing I want to share with you before I sign off for the day is to head over to youtube.com slash ketocamp and subscribe to the ketocamp YouTube channel. We're releasing a brand new episode or video on the YouTube channel about every single day. And you have amazing content. There's also playlists on there for you. So go check it out and then go live once a week as well. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this entire episode. Happy, healthy, prosperous new year. I am so grateful for you. You'll hear me on the next episode.
This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.